back, boys and girls, to another episode of K-Fave Comparisons. My name is Mr. Know-It-All, Daniel John Schaefer, and I am joined here once again by your boy. He is the king of the K-Fave kickflip, Mr. Wex, breaking the loss. And Wex, how we living today, bud? Dude, living pretty good. It's been a minute, you know. It's been a couple weeks uh, since, you know, the shit was popping off, and... You know, I'm glad to be back. Glad to be on the podcast and a uh, wrestling man. It's been it's been a wild few weeks. It's been a wild week. Yeah, I'm ready to talk. I'm ready to get into this shit because man, we got a lot going on right now. Yeah, I'm excited to get into it as well. To full disclosure, I my eyes have not witnessed a lot of actual live wrestling in the past couple weeks just because of life and family and holidays and everything else going on. Uh, but I am keeping up with the headlines. I'm watching the Twitter clips, so I know what's going on. I know the titles have changed. I know storylines and what's happening there. But I think the real-life headlines are uh, probably the main point of concern here. And that's why this week we're literally just talking about what's going on in wrestling, all, like the whole show. Like we're not. There's no, no list episode because we feel like we've got enough material to fill at least 30 to 45 minutes of just pure news and nonsense and craziness um so let's save the juiciest bits for for towards the end but how, how do you want to kick this thing off mr wex we're gonna save the juiciest bits. let's go ahead and just talk about uh what happened last night as we're recording this thursday's aew dynamite which i'm pretty sure you said you didn't watch any of it but did you read any of the headlines do you know yes. what's what happened with the show yeah i saw a couple of twitter clips as well i saw the okay. jericho upset and all that it was pretty cool dude so all I'll say is the past two weeks of Dynamite, they're like getting back on track to kind of what they were doing before. Good. Because that whole brawl out fucking CM Punk stuff, like it really hampered the product for a while. Yeah, definitely. But now that all that's kind of like blown over and we know what's going on, like it was great, dude. So the first match of the show, it was the the best of seven series, the Death Triangle versus the Elite again. Yeah. And they're basically trying to the whole. They're playing the whole basketball NBA sports thing. Tony Khan bought the NBA on NBC theme song. Oh, nice! So the bam, 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 yeah. like it's playing every time they're like talking about the shit. But the match, it's, the match itself, you know, great match, of course. Like they're always going to put on a banger. But the great thing, like the subtle things that happen there, Matt Jackson, no Nick Jackson actually tweaked his ankle early on in the match. Didn't seem that bad. They took him to the back. You know, it was cl- clearly kayfabe storyline going on there. And then he makes his epic babyface return. And if you've been watching these matches, the hammer has been a big factor in all these matches with both of them. And he, you know, he starts to g- take control. He's not even, you know, Nick Jackson's known for being a flippity floppity guy. It's kind of like Phoenix. He's doing the crazy shit. It was just yeah. a very ground based offense. And he goes for the super kick. And Phoenix, no. Penta comes and busts him with the hammer in the ankle that he hurt, and then Phoenix locked him with the hill hook, and Death Triangle goes up 3-1. And as you know, in sports, coming back from a 3-1 deficit is always, you know, very hard. It's very hard indeed. It's very hard. And it was amazing. When he hit him with the hammer, I just, I fucking, I by myself on the couch just fucking, I was like, oh shit, that was fucking great, because I love all six of these dudes. They're all great wrestlers. Well, You know, I love the little wrinkles in the storyline there. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I do really enjoy what they're doing with uh, Triangle and the Elite. I think it's uh, definitely some of the best matches that they've put on in the past couple of years, too. Just, like, the blend of those guys and the fact that, like, they're changing it up every single time. Uh, but also, like, kind of using some of the same stuff to make the story continue. Cause exactly. Because it, it, it does also feel like most of the feuds from the Elite are kind of, like, 
mm, verbal, like a sports entertainment ish, like lots and lots of promos and then a match or two. Uh, whereas this one, I feel like is an actual storyline that's playing out like in the ring, which I think is awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I know there's promos and shit as well, but like I feel like the actual story is being told in the ring, which is kind of rare these days. Exactly, and then the fact that like after the match, since they're down three one, they want to overcome that deficit. They basically said next week is going to be no DQ. So if you're going to keep using the hammer, whatever. And if we make it to a six and seven, they were going to go false count anywhere and or a ladder match, aka the Esca de la Muerte. Yeah. Escalera de la Muerte. That's there it is. But the, you know the it's like the ladder of death or whatever. But you, we know it's going to go to seven. We know it's oh, going to go course. to seven. Like, of course, it, of course it will. And I'm pretty sure the elite at, at the end are going to come out on top. But this is going to be if if Death Triangle wins, I will pop super hard because it's not what I expect. But I, you know, I'm pretty sure the elite will take it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that makes the most sense. Um, I think that they just I mean, especially considering how the the titles were introduced and then obviously the fallout from that it makes the most sense to to do the roundabout thing without yeah. like burying death triangle but also getting the titles back yeah on. like making them go fucking like seven matches all the way with somebody injured like over you know like they had to work for it it wasn't just handed yeah. to them yeah and Wait. yeah so but the one thing on the show the next thing that happened that's noteworthy is probably the highlight of Highly of the night, definitely on the show, but just like just a moment in wrestling and literally like no joke legit. This wrestler, Action Andretti, who wrestled Chris Jericho. I've never heard of this guy. Yeah, I know he's been on Dark recently, but like I haven't watched Dark on YouTube in like a month. So, I mean, when they have random wrestlers pop on that aren't haven't been on there consistently, I don't know who the fuck they are. Right. And this was akin to some people want to say a one, two, three kid moment. But I take it more to like Chris Jericho versus Scott Hall on Nitro, where it was actually like, you know, they, there was offense in there. One, two, yeah. three kid got his ass whooped to the moonsault and won the match. Right. Which I get what they understand. They just made somebody. But, dude, I did not expect this. Nobody like the crowd was so fucking hot. This dude came out of nowhere, like legit was like pulling some sick moves. Chris Jericho, he kicked out of the code breaker immediately. And they went on, had a competitive match, and he fucking beat Chris Jericho clean in the ring. Action Andretti. Never heard of him, but I'm a fan after this. And Jericho made a wrestler. Like, it was crazy. The crowd went from chanting, let's go jobber, to actually chanting Action Andretti. It was was one of those organic moments where, like, you're watching that live, and you're like, holy fuck. Like, this is... This is real. This is happening. This is real. Yeah. Yeah. And... I think it was fantastic. One of the best things, one of the best things AEW has done in a while. And apparently, Chris Jericho, like, just saw this kid wrestle and was like, "Yeah, this guy, this kid wants to is going to be a star, and I'm going to make him a star." I love it. I and love I love that. the direction. Like, after losing the world title, yeah, just it's it's great. Like, it's great for his character too. It's a win win for everybody involved, and a hundred percent of the the credit should go to Chris Jericho for this for sure. Oh yes, you know and it's he like just, he put a kid over that he had, he did not have to do that. Yeah, but it helps his character so much, too, Like, because now you're going to have this doom and gloom and Willie retire and he's going to be emo and depressed. Like, I guarantee it's coming. Yeah, he'll start go on dropping like a loss, loss after loss after loss. Streak. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to happen. I thought it was just fantastic. One of the best things that's happened on Dynamite recently, and it, it got me hyped because, like, I love being genuinely surprised when it comes to pro wrestling. And I was just right. like, like, I never once fucking thought Chris Jericho was going to lose. 
Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the best part about it is the surprise, the shock and awe, but also the fact that like, I mean, again, I just saw Twitter clips, but everything I also saw was that Action Andretti like worked like he looked he looked like he belonged there. Like it looked like he worked really well. Like oh, it wasn't yeah. just he, he looked fantastic. Everything yeah. was very good. Yeah, it wasn't like Jericho just carried him to a win. And it's it wasn't like a Monsoor situation. You know what I mean? Like Oh yeah. It's like it's like this kid can like really go and it just all worked out really well. Like that's that's awesome. It's like a fairy tale story. You love to hear it. Yeah, it was fucking great. And the main event, of course, Ricky Starks versus MJF. We knew what the outcome was going to be, but it was still a really good match. It was solid. Ricky Starks, I hope, maybe goes into some type of story where he just stalks MJF and wants to just take him out because he cheated, low-blowed him, which was a great... I mean, like before the low-blow, it was a great back-and-forth match, but... I mean, that kind of works because it basically doesn't bury Ricky Starks, doesn't make him like he didn't get his ass whooped. He just got low blow by MJF doing his heel shit. And yeah. I have a feeling MJF's little run is going to it's not going to be a little run. It's going to be a long run. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's a long term thing for them, for sure. I mean, I I think that they're I mean, they finally gave MJF the ball like they're not they're not going to put anybody over that's not like mega mega over and they don't have a baby face that's on that level right now i mean not, not at all they just don't i mean kenny kenny maybe but kenny's wrapped up with something else this trio's thing he's not going after the title anytime soon so i think i mean if we're talking about mjf this time next year still holding the title i would not be surprised yeah me too 100 percent. so what else do we have on the on the docket there then i mean right there with the aew news that's pretty much the only uh really thing but i guess we can kind of lead into this because this is not really the juiciest of the juice but uh sasha banks apparently rumors are that she is going to be debuting at wrestle kingdom for new japan pro wrestling yeah and that she's completely done with wwe and she's moved on which only means if she's going to be at wrestle kingdom she's going to work for AEW too right at some point it's going to happen she can I think she can only wrestle in Japan. I don't think she can wrestle in the States. Up until, until a certain her, point? Until her con- – like, she, she's not released from her contract. Like, they're not released. So, like, she's wrestling internationally, and I think that okay, there's some kind so of loophole there. this is there. what I'm going to say. We're going to watch – everyone's – if you don't watch Wrestle Kingdom where you catch the highlights, if she's there, if she debuts as Sasha Banks, we know she's still going to be with WWE. But if she's under her real name or a new name, it's over. Yeah. No, no, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. But what I'm saying is that, like, the WWE is not going to release her outright. And I think her contract runs until, like, 2027. So it's like she's either just going to wrestle in Japan and do, like, movies and stuff or which I think this is all kind of will work. And she's probably going to debut at Wrestle Kingdom as Sasha Banks. And then it's going to be maybe even a few maybe WrestleMania. She shows up, you know, like maybe the Women's Rumble. You know, one of those things. But it, it, I mean, I think you're dead on, though. I mean, if she comes out and she's, you know, her real name or whether it's a different ring name, whatever she wants to use, um, then I think that maybe there's more smoke and fire there. Maybe, I mean, that could. But I still think that, like, legal legally, if she even if she's using her real name in Japan, like when she's in the states, she's gonna have to just do acting or just do maybe like MMA or something else. Like, I don't think I genuinely don't think that she's out of her contract, and I know she had a long-term contract. Like, she signed one in, like, 2019 or 2020, and maybe it's 2024 or 2025, but it's, like, there's years left 
she's not, I mean, she's not just going to wait it out and then go to AEW. I mean, maybe, maybe she will, but to me, it's like, why? I mean, things are better. Like things are way better. And we know that triple H loves you. So, you know, you'll get paid. Like, whoa, what's the deal? You know? Well, that's the thing I guess we can kind of, uh, lead into next. What might be the deal? So as you know, I don't know if you guys, yesterday or the day before, actually, Vince McMahon's new documentary aired on the Vice Network. And also the same day, Wall Street Journal released a new article of two more sexual assault lawsuits against Vince McMahon. Which one of them is not really new. It's Rita Charlton, who's been accusing him of rape since the like 80s or 90s, which – I'm pretty sure he did it because he did all these other ones. And then uh, apparently from 2000, like two or one, he apparently sexually assaulted a massage therapist at a spa or something. And she's suing. So he's got a few new allegations out, but also what came out in that story is that he is adamant that he wants to return to WWE. He says he was given bad advice by people close to him and he's still the majority like owner of the company, and he wants to come back. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, I think it's impossible now, and I feel like if he doesn't make a statement, it's going to tarnish his legacy even more. Um, I don't know, man. I, I feel like I, I'm not sure what's going on with Vince as far as his sexual conduct or whatever, and I certainly don't condone any of that. I don't think anybody wants to see him back in WWE either. Um, at the same time, though, it's, I mean, can't debate the fact that it is still his company. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Like, which is a little crazy to think about. Like, it's just such a weird situation, you know? Yeah, it's fucking very weird. And just the fact that, like, Everything has been on the up and coming ever since Triple H took over. Like ratings are up, more people are watching. Like morale is up, and people literally left the company that only came back because they know that Triple H is in charge and not Vince McMahon. I've heard that everybody backstage, everybody is like, "No, we don't want him back." Like, no, fuck yeah, that. Way better. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be way better. I, I mean, the product I, has gotten significantly better since he's been gone. Yes, the product has gotten significantly better. I'm sure morale has gotten significantly better. Um, I mean, the trajectory of the company, I feel like, the public view of the company has gotten better. Um, yeah, I just, I can't, I mean, even yeah. like even if I'm Vince, it's like it's been my whole life, right? Like I want to go back. Even, even if I truly believe that I can go back and make it work and it'll all blow over or whatever, right? Like how, first of all, how do I do that? How do I go in and literally undo everything that's been done for the past couple months? Also, like, how do you you'd lose everything? You lose you. It, it would be like destroying it. Now, maybe this is just like a destroy my own creation type thing again. Maybe he just genuinely doesn't want anybody else to have it. But I mean, it's crazy, man. I, Vince McMahon in 2022. Who would have thought? Did you watch the Vice documentary? I have not yet because I don't have Vice anymore on cable, so I'm waiting to like for it to go on their YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. I, I talked to my boss at work about it. He's a big wrestling fan, and uh, he was talking about how it was – they pretty much cover, like, every little scandal he's ever been a part of, including, like, Benoit, steroid trial, like, Snooka. literally every little thing. Yeah. And he said that Corey, 
I haven't watched it myself, but he said from what he saw, he's like Cornette and Jim Ross are like heavy in the show, like just talking about Vince. And he said he thinks that Cornette doesn't like Vince. Oh, yeah. I mean, duh. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Like, that's obvious. And there's only one person that uh, he probably hates more than anybody, and that's Kevin Dunn. Yeah. And speaking of that, the guy that WWE had lined up to be Kevin Dunn's replacement, their top producers, just got hired by AEW. Oh, wow. Wow. That's massive. Yeah. Like, people are saying, like, a lot of people, like, within, like, the industry are saying, like, you know, this is probably one of the biggest signings AEW's ever got from somebody that came from WWE. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he was literally going to replace Kevin Dunn. Yeah, I mean, production value is the biggest thing that I think WWE has over AEW. So if they can get on that production level on a quicker, quicker, then maybe they will have more of a competitive stance. Um, I still think it's, you know, an ant versus a man. Like, I mean, it's a very small... I mean, I know, like, as wrestling fans, it's like, oh, it's clear number one, clear number two. But I really don't feel like it's like, you know, when you go outside and it's a full moon, you look up at it and you're like, man, that moon's big. Like, I can see it. It's right there. But then you realize it's like forever away. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like that's like AEW is the moon. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yes, they are. We've already established this. AEW is HBO and WWE is Disney. It's never going to be on the same level, but it's still a nice a nice, profitable, competitive alternative, you know? Yes, that's true. And I'm actually glad you put it that way um, because I did notice another headline um, that Ring of Honor is going to do their weekly television show on the Ring of Honor Fight TV or whatever, Fight Club? Or Honor Club. It's their, Honor like, they, it's their stream. It's the Ring of Honor streaming service they've had, like, forever. Like, it's their – he just basically – it went away whenever the ship happened, and he just brought it back. Dumb. It's a big, big L. Like, that's (sighs) so dumb. So dumb. I don't think it's dumb for now. I think basically what they're going to do is stream it on there until, just because they haven't already secured a TV deal, but if they have some a type of product to at least display for people to watch and be like, oh, this would be viable on our network. And I'm going to go ahead and guess, like, 99% sure they're going to film it in Orlando Studios, right? Yeah. Right there, film, dark, where they filmed the Dark same, and TNA, yeah. and they filmed all that shit. Like, it makes sense they'll do it there. But, I'm, I mean, $9.99, I don't pay for WWE Network anymore. I might as well pay for Honor Club. I can go back and watch all those good Ring of Honor shits that I, back in the day that I never really got to watch. It's not worth it. I mean, it, it, it would have been smarter for the – if they would have been like, okay, we're going to do Honor Club, but we're doing $5.99 or $4.99 or whatever. And like, okay, makes sense to give you a segue. But, like – Nine ninety nine. Maybe they'll realize the nine ninety nine is a little bit too high and switch it up a bit. Yeah. Well, but then then you have to see that then that devout. It was just a. It was. A, I mean, I, I I hated the announcement. I just think that it's a big, big whiff on something very anticipated. We've all been talking about this Ring of Honor. Where are they going to go? What are they going to do? And it like just to be like, oh yeah, it's it's going back on Honor Club. It's like it's the biggest fart in church, dude. Like it just doesn't doesn't do it doesn't it's it's bad for the brand like honestly they're better off just running these random shows like much better off or like or they should have just done what we said and just converted like dark elevation or something like that into ring of honor and just kept it i still think that's what's happening like one of those shows is going to go away i mean that's as it should but what i'm saying is like don't put it behind a paywall for ring of honor for your weekly television no that's silly 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 
because it's not even as good as AEW and AEW is on regular TV. Why would I pay for your B brand? Why? I guess it's for the hardcore fans. I I'm not going to lie. I'll probably pay for it. Cause yeah, but what I'm saying is like, if you wanted to be on a streaming service, then just offer it to HBO, offer it to well, like, that's the thing. Apparently they, nobody he shopped it around and nobody wanted it. So that's why he was like, fuck it. This is our only option now. Should have kept it on YouTube. This should have kept it on YouTube. I mean, like how much are you really going to make off of a nine 99 subscription? Like, the, I mean, you're already spending the money on elevation or whatever. Keep it on YouTube. You're going to get more eyes on it. And then when you sell a pay-per-view, it's going to mean way more because less eyes mean less views on the pay-per-view as well. So to me, it's like, it's just, a, it's, it's not, it's bad business. This is a bad idea. It's a bad idea. I mean, it, well, it might, it might very well work, but yeah, this is like literally one of the worst because possible I'll probably watch it. Yeah. And that's fine. I'm sure there'll be plenty of people that will buy it. I'm not saying that there isn't going to be a base at all. I'm just saying that this is like, they had a chance to really elevate ring of honor and they literally just put it right back where it was before it ended. And it's like, okay, like you have a chance to bring it back to these glory days. You've had all this awesome AEW television time with it. You got some really solid stars to reboot the brand with. And you shopped it around for a while. You couldn't get a bite. You couldn't get HBO. You couldn't get Discovery Plus or whatever. So you're like, we're just going to go back to their old subscription service plan. But it's just not that that plan is what killed them. I mean, not, not totally, but it's part of it. And it's like, why? Just keep just keep doing the monthly shows, man. Or just literally use your YouTube channel that you've already built up. Like, seems silly. People underestimate the power of YouTube. Yes, totally. Yes, totally. And I'm sure all that shit's monetized. They're making money on those plays. So it's yeah, like it's not like you're sure. losing money. Like you might make a little less than you would on Honor Club, but way more eyeballs means means way more on your pay-per-views. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. But I you know, I, I see where you're coming from, but I honestly see I honestly see where like the hardcore fan they who's already been an honor club subscription member forever. And I've always been like on the fence of getting Honor Club, but like, eh, I think I might do it now just because I don't pay for WWE Network. I don't pay for IWTV anymore. So might as well pay for something for wrestling. There you go. I will not. I pay for for Peacock Premium, but I also watch like other things on Peacock. So, well, speaking of paying for things, I'm going to go ahead and get into like one of the most juiciest things. I guess it's on the docket right now. Let's go. And after a 451 reign as the NXT Women's Champion, briefly, promptly the next day, Mandy Rose was released from her WWE contract because she had her own little like fan OnlyFans type like little site, and she was posting some uh, scantily clad photos on there, and you know maybe had a little nipple showing, maybe had a little something this and that, but. I guess I understand it violated her terms of her contract, but you want to be real. You know why they fired her, right? Because they weren't making money off those photos. That's why they fired her. A thousand percent. A thousand Not because it goes against their PG brand or whatever. Like, y'all shut the fuck up. We know y'all have done Playboy. Her whole character since she was on the main roster is, like, a sexy – girl like she had an affair with the Usos like her whole gimmick was I'm super sexy look at me yeah and WWE just got mad that they couldn't monetize off of them sexy photos that she was posting online and then she apparently she was making more money than her current WWE deal off of these photos Mm -hmm. so I guess she was just like yeah fuck y'all you know dude yeah I mean there's people that I know that I will not disclose their names but they all they do is take pictures of their feet. 
And brother, they make $30,000 a month off of just that. Damn, I got some nice feet. I need to get into that. Well, get all over I need to shave them, but you know, I got some good feet. Start your only feet's page. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I think Mandy Rose is going to be fine, man. I mean, I think that she's, she's had, I mean, again, like she's not a, she has gotten, she became a better wrestler for sure, but wrestling is a catalyst to her being a, a celebrity. Like that's, she's like that's, literally, she's like when she like wins, like the bodybuilding fitness bikini contest, like literally like she, that she, that was her career before she was a wrestler. Right. So. Right, that's what I'm saying. So it's like I don't think she needs wrestling. Wrestling, and I mean, she got she she got everything she needed out of it. You know what I mean? She got the name recognition. She's got enough followers on Instagram. She can just do her fans. And honestly, dude, she could just have like that fansly page where it's just like maybe like a corner of a nip nap. Because I guarantee she's not doing fully nudes on there. That's no, that was like literally the picture that like it was that was like leaked online that got her fired. It was literally a nip. Like yeah. I've seen China, Sable, Tori Wilson, and way crazier yeah. photos. Yeah, that's what I'm saying though. It's not like it, it's not. You're not going to be, you know. Like I don't think I don't think Mandy Rose is going to start doing porn. Like I'm no, I'm like just, literally, like, it was like such a mild picture. Like for yeah. the Attitude Era, that could have been on maybe on TV, maybe. Like, yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah. Like with a little cloudy, a little cloudy graphic around. Yeah, the like one literally, spot. it was not far off from Sable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Break right the fuck up, like not far off. Yeah, but what I'm saying is also too like I don't know how much money she was making. Maybe it was a pretty decent amount, and it's like you don't really need her. I mean, I think she I think she peaked in NXT. Yeah. I don't think there's you can't you're not going to stretch her wrestling ability any further. And also, I don't think there's much like risk for you know like, you know like I, I don't if, see her but going if to she AEW. Happens to want to wrestle, she could probably make some good money doing a few spots here or there just because of her name yeah. recognition alone. Yeah, like and maybe she'll end up doing like a a one night. A, like an AEW open challenge or something, but I don't see her becoming like a regular over there. I don't see her becoming a regular literally anywhere else. I think it's just like, honestly, this might be a thing where she goes and like, is just a quote unquote influencer for like a year. And then she's back in WWE or something, you know, like I don't, I don't, it's either WWE or she's just going to take pictures of herself and make tons of money doing that. So, I mean, or she could probably, she can go probably make good money in Japan doing photos not, and wrestling and she's everything. Not do that. She's not going to do that. I just don't see her. Yeah, her working a strong style. Absolutely not. That just doesn't seem. No, 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 no. Like I'm saying, just go to Jap- like do some. I'm saying she can do her little photo stuff and like some light wrestling. You know, one or mm. two shots. Some of those less violent uh, promotions. Some of those underground Japan women on. Oh, women like wrestling. the ones where they where they wrestle guys for money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know all about some- that. I watched this fucking documentary on Netflix about like this bodybuilder couple that they ended up like the lady killed the guy, but that's what she would do. These wrestling videos like she would wrestle guys because she was all muscular and yeah, some like weird, you know, weird dude shit. Yeah, weird dude shit. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. It's good stuff. Um, I do think that I I have like a lot of high hopes for the NXT brand being built back up as well. Um, I know that Sean had been on a media call and it said that like. You know, we want to get like he acknowledged the fact that NXT isn't what it used to be and that he wants to bring it back to like the glory days of of the black and gold. And like that's why you, know. you got to bring a few established indie names. See, I don't I don't know. Young guys. That's that's kind of I mean, that's that's what we've all also I've said that several times on the podcast here. But like I do and I still agree with that. I still think you're right about that as well. But I also think that like. He made a very good point when he was like, you know, we know what we have here with our young talent now. Like, it's been a couple of years that we've been doing this. And, you know, 
we it's not the same talent pool as it was when it was Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and Seth Rollins and you know Cesaro and whoever else. So it's like I think that they're just going to start hiring more just start hiring more young talent because I don't think I really do think a lot of the roster is the problem. I, I mean, I really genuinely think that like they, they went cartoony, not only with the vibe, but with the characters and they went so over the top with their characters that the wrestling started to suffer and NXT needs to be a wrestling brand. Like that's, that's what, that, that's, that's what, it, what it was known for. Yeah. That's what it is for WWE, you know? So uh, hopefully they'll get back there soon. Also with the return of Mr. William Regal. He is yes. headed back to WWE to work with a son again, even though he's not going to be an on-screen character, at least until like after halfway through 2023, he's already basically been offered a vice president role. Yes. Which I think is great. And hopefully Vince McMahon doesn't come back and ruin everything. Yeah, no, he won't. I'm I mean, really, I'm really is hoping too, is that, that like, happens. As an owner, like, so he's, he's been removed as chairman of the board. So, the, literally the entire board would have to vote for him to come back and take over. And that's just not going to happen. He can own a hundred percent of the company and he's not, he removed himself and it would be up to whoever, you know, replaced him to put him back in power. And that's just never going to happen. I don't think. Send him off to a retirement home. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Get him out of here. Get him out of there. Get his old ass out of here. We we're tired of that shit. Triple H has been on the up and come up. We don't want to see Vince fuck it up again. That's you right. know? That's right. That's right. Speaking of uh, old guys coming back, the guy over your shoulder over there, there's lots of rumors about old Stone Cold coming back. Yes. Uh, if you do, if you follow Stone Cold on social media like I do, he's, he's working out hard and posting yeah, his training yoked. videos. And no matter if he's out on a hunting trip in his RV or out at, at home, he's, he's working out. He's training. Yeah. And I would love to see another Stone Cold match. Of course. Oh, of course. Like, why not? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think he more than proved that he can still go. Uh, I know Mick Foley said that he really doesn't want to see him wrestle again just because the Kevin Owens match was so good. And he was so surprised by how good it was. That, But he also said that's like a blessing and a curse because it's like now people are going to expect that or more. And Who would he face, though? Who, do, right. who would he face? Right. I mean, John Cena. But I've heard John Cena might face Austin Theory. Yeah, I mean, that would be good. I think Austin Theory versus Cena would be great. What about this? It's never happened before. It was going to happen, but never happened. But what about Stone Cold and Brock Lesnar? Zero desire to see that. Zero desire. Even if Stone Cold got all the offense? Yeah, zero desire to see it. I think that... And we all know how I feel about CM Punk, but I, th- I, I'm, I would be more interested in CM Punk in, in Austin than I would be in Austin and Lesnar. I just don't have any. I, I don't mean, like, think legally that could happen just because of contract well, it's shit. Definitely not going to happen. It's definitely but, not going to happen. Okay, I know they keep promoting your boy, The Rock, for, face Roman Reigns. What if we got a Rock and Stone Cold? Like four? a Rock and Stone Cold four. I, I, I see. I think it might actually be like. Rock, Austin, and Zane against the Bloodline. See what I'm saying? Rock and Austin tagging? Yes. That would be fucking... That'd be, It'd be dope. It'd be dope. We've never seen them tag, and everybody, they love both of them. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'd be great. That'd be great. That, there's so many great. possibilities, but Stone Cold at WrestleMania, give it to me, baby. Give it to me. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited about it. I mean... 
I like the idea that Cena's coming back. Apparently, like he's coming back in like a couple weeks, and he's gonna be back. Well, all I've heard is do not miss SmackDown this Friday. That's yeah. all I've been hearing. Don't yep. miss it this Friday. It's supposed to be somebody. Something's happened. Somebody's coming back. Okay. Well, cool. I mean, hopefully it is Cena, and ho- because I mean, the rumor is that at least the headlines that I've seen is like not only is he coming back, it's but it's not gonna be like the past two or three times where it's like he came back and wrestled a match like and was on TV for a week. Like he's going to come back and be John Cena on TV for a few months. Like he's probably he'll probably be gone after Mania, but like. Well, Mania is in like what February, so it's like almost three months. You know, two and a half Ooh. months. Ooh, yeah. I thought about this. Somebody who's been out for a bit who should be returning. No, Mania's soon. in March. Mania's in March. Yeah. What if we got Stone Cold versus Edge? That'd be good. Because both, I mean, Edge is going to be returning soon. Yeah. That'd be yeah. a good one. dude. How about this? I know it hasn't started. I mean, it doesn't make sense right now because I haven't done anything. But he has no real feud. What if we got Stone Cold versus AJ Styles? Oh, that'd be sick. That would I mean, yeah, that'd be sick. And you could build oh a story God. there really quickly, really quickly. And you could you you know use the OC to get it like involved, and you could yeah. you could make a fucking dude. That'd be a yeah. Stone easily Cold turn them heel easily turn that whole uh, you know the OC heel real quick, and then Boston beats them up, and then they're baby faces again the next Monday. You know, it's like it's totally fine. <laughs> like. Dude, so good because you could you could just do there's so much you could do with that. And, I'm, and think about that. They face the Undertaker and Stone Cold at WrestleMania. Yeah. That's yeah, fucking that legacy sick. right there, dude. It would be good shit to see for sure. I'm super excited about it, man. I think WrestleMania this season is going to be awesome again, too. But now it's like, OK, I think that literally everything hinges on The Rock, right? Like, I think that everything as far as plans for WrestleMania, I think that everything hinges on whether or not The Rock can come or not. Exactly. I, think if, if he I will say this. If you heard that you know Black Adam didn't do so good and they're kind of rebooting the whole DCE with James Gunn, they announced it today how Henry Cavill's not going to be Superman anymore. So maybe he's took The Rock out of his plans, and maybe that opens him up to actually do something. Yeah, I mean, Black by Adam was an okay movie, but there's just so many superhero movies that it was, it just wasn't as good as a lot of them. I mean, it, so came, it's out, like, it came out the same weekend as fucking Black Panther 2. Like, you can't yeah, do that. Yeah, that was a big mistake, for sure. That was a bad move. Yeah, that, yeah, that was a big mistake, for sure. I mean, it was it was already on, like, Amazon or something like that, like, two weeks after it came out. And yeah. I was like, oh, Like, literally, when I went on. to go see Black Panther 2, is Jesse just popping in here out of nowhere? Is he popping in? Are you hopping on? I had the sleepies. Oh, it's all good. Jesse's here, guys. Jesse's yeah. Here. Well, uh, we're it's we're damn near uh, on the tail end, but yeah, Black Panther two the same weekend as Black Adam. That was a bad idea because I literally went to go see it, and there were people in line like it was sold out, and they're like, "My kids want to see a superhero movie." Like, "Oh, we have Black Adam." They're like, uh, "Okay, I guess so." Oh, brutal. <laughs> yeah. That's rough. That's rough, dude. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think that. To me, again, if the rock if the rock comes in and he can do a program, then it makes sense to me. But if it's just going to be a one off, I don't I, like. I don't see. I don't. Roman Reigns doesn't seem to be the right person. Like it, it's weird because it's like the only person that makes logical sense for the Rock to compete against would be Roman Reigns, right? Yeah. But of course, 
I don't know if he has the, 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 the schedule, like the time in his schedule to really dedicate. Cause I really feel like you need at least from rumble to mania. And that's a lot of time for a guy that's as famous as the rock. Like that's just maybe, so much time. And maybe like, you do something similar to, you know, uh, twice in a lifetime where he did that one little run. Ash yeah. champ appeared, you know, occasionally, but you know, maybe you could do something similar to that, but maybe a few extra matches, a few extra appearances. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, and then also too, you know, like we just said, like with the Stone Cold thing, like maybe it's Rock and Stone Cold, and we end up getting Cody and and Roman at at Mania. Dude, but, Cody and Stone Cold. Oh no, they can't do Babyface, Babyface. Can't do Babyface, Babyface at Mania. Stone Cold Rollins. Oh God, I'm in a thousand percent. Yeah, a that would be. Percent. Rollins can sell that neck like he always does oh. after a stunner because he loves selling that neck. Yeah, he's good at I'm, it too. I'm so well. That's his classic, dude. Yeah, that's his classic sell. Yeah, it's good shit, man. It's good shit. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, there have been rumors that The Rock is going to be at Rumble, though. I mean, I've seen, I've seen those, I've seen those headlines everywhere. I heard so, he might win Rumble. I've even heard that. God, could you imagine? Could you imagine, like, you know, Vince is gone, Triple H comes back. It's the first show of 2023. Triple H is in charge. Royal Rumble, number 30. It's The Rock, or number. It's like number 17 is Cena. Number, you know, 28 is Austin. <laughs> number 30 is the like. How how crazy would that be? You know what I mean? Like, and then you all just use the Rumble to make them go off into their own little directions. You know? Um. Hey, God, Rumble's always good for that. Book. The Rumble, even though you get the winner, you always get a little mini feud started in the Rumble. Like, oh, he eliminated yeah. me. Yeah. That, to me, is the tale of, like, good booking in a Royal Rumble, too. You know? For sure. All right, Jesse, what do you think about The Rock coming back since you popped on in here? Oh, <clears throat> you know, I mean, I think now that Black Adam's going to lose a whole bunch of money, and he went and put out a whole bunch of fake facts that he probably will come back now. At first, I thought that it was far-fetched, but now I think yeah, he probably will come back. I don't know if it'll be Mania. I don't know what it'll be. I Here's how I see it going down, to be honest. I think they're going to put Roman as the first person to ever main event two nights of Mania. Oh, so you think he's got two matches? I do. Oh, so like Ooh, Universal title so- one night? Yeah. WWE next night? That's right. Do you mm. think he pulls the reverse Chris Jericho and loses both titles both night or in each night or retains one, loses the other, or do you think he retains both? I kind of think that if they're – man, I, if it's Roman and Rock, I don't think they do it for a title. Like – Yeah. If they do, it's fucking stupid. Well, but, I think they will, but Rock will lose. Yeah, I mean, it, I don't think that they need to have a title on the line because at that point in time, everybody knows The Rock's not going to win because he's not going to stick around. Unless they pull a Chris Jericho on Dynamite like we talked about earlier and just fucking swerve the fuck out of all of us. Yeah, they could. I mean, they really could do that because especially now that WrestleMania is like a five-day event, they could easily <laughs> talk Rock into just dropping it the next night on Raw. And how crazy would that – like th- that would do so many numbers too, like – the Rock, the Rock is your world champion on WWE Raw for the first time in twenty something years. You know, like I feel yeah, like Hulk Hogan come back and beat that him. They would give it to Cena just so he can beat Flair's record. 
Oh, well, yeah. I mean, that's we, we, we just talked on before you got to hop, hop on, in on it. But I mean, all the reports are looking like the scene return that is definitely confirmed is going to be like he'll be there every week for the return and he should be back soon. Like within the next might even be this this smackdown all the way through mania. Like he's oh. committed to doing it. But you yeah, also have to think, too, like even if they give Roman two matches, he's not going to do only legacy stuff like there's going to be one legacy guy. And there's going to be one, hey, we got to make this guy guy. Yeah. That's going to stay on TV for a long time. So it's probably going to be Cody and, if I have to guess. So it's either yeah. Cody and Cena or Cody and The Rock. I'm going Sami Zayn over Cody. But that's just I me. Think, man, I hope Sami Zayn and Stone Cold is the plan. Oh, Ooh. that's another good one, too. Sami Zayn, Ooh. Stone Cold. That's good. I think that's, that's a fucking match right there, bro. Like, yeah. Well, that is I good. Mean, I like that. If you're following the bloodline stuff, depending on how they develop the storyline, Sami Zayn Rock would also not be bad. <laughs> no, <laughs> that'd be great too. Yeah, it'd be great. But I, I do really like that idea of like two nights, world world title on the line both nights. You put you know universal title up for grabs night one. It's Cody. He won the Rumble and he beats him. The next night it's for the world title against the Rock and then he beats the Rock. So that right. way you still get Roman, and Roman can still do the heel brag, like, I'm still the champion, yada, 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 longest yeah. whatever, you know. Yeah, it seems I built in. I also think that, like, if you're going to do that, I, the only other person I could think of that I felt like the company would anoint with, hey, this is going to be the first double headliner, would have been Brock. Yeah. yeah. And obviously they didn't do that. So it's one of those things where it's like, man, like if they're going to give it to anybody at this point in time, you've already done this monumental championship reign. You've already done this build. Fucking give it to Roman, you know, or we're going to get super swerved and surprised. And the next challenger for your universal championship at WrestleMania is going to be double J (laughs) somehow (laughs) leaving AEW to come back. But what if stone code somehow won the title? Come on. I That's, mean, you know, if the if the Rock can win it, Stone Cold can win it. Just for a day to drop it, like you said, to Cena the next night on Raw. Yeah, In I mean, more towards of Bruce Pritchard, nobody'd see it coming. Nobody would yeah, see it dude, coming. If Stone Cold won the title or the Rock. If either one of those two won the title, I'd be okay with it. Yeah, more I mean, than okay with it. Stone Cold Rollins would be great. The Rock versus Rollins would be great. Um, I mean, literally any of those. There's so many good options, too. And that's the thing, too, is that I don't want to, like... I mean, I know that Wex said before, he, he's pretty sure that the rumor that he's leaning towards is Theory and Cena. And I don't, I, I don't, I don't hate that. I think that that's a good, good plan. I think that match would be phenomenal. And, I mean, I think that Theory could get over and still lose. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could be a classic WWE thing. Super Cena still gets his five moves of doom and wins. But if he puts on a banger of a match... At this point, that's what, you know, the diehards care about anyway. It's like, I mean, theory, the sky's the limit for him. I think that especially with with having a Cena run would be awesome. But just the idea that we legitimately, legitimately now have reasons to believe that Cena, Austin, and Rock could potentially all three be at Mania. That's crazy. Like, that's crazy. I mean, I will be watching. Just like last year, as soon as I found out Stone Cold was going to possibly be there, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, of course I'm fucking watching. Dude, nobody can argue that Mania last year, they pulled it out. Oh, yeah, they did. It was absolutely great. Night one was the best. 
Well, yes, but they've been historically kind of doing that. And it's funny now because now that all the hullabaloo is kind of, I mean, obviously it's not said and done, but, you know, like out of the way in a large way for now, they're still going to pull out the big shows. It's weird to see that Raw is getting their lowest viewership in history because they're actually doing decent stuff. Finally, <laughs> you know what I mean. But like, I think just the fact, the sheer fact of the rumors of McMahon maybe coming back, people were like, "Oh fuck." You know, I don't think hope fucking... he doesn't come back, and the WrestleMania goes on the trajectory that we are thinking is going to go on. I think Nielsen ratings mean next to nothing at this point. I, I know that like it's just such a it's such a parameter that we used for so long in the nineties. No, half the people don't even have fucking, No one has cable anymore. So no one, dude. Don't even fucking watch yeah. it. I'm not I'm not into the Nielsen thing, I, but I mean, those are like streaming numbers by certain people that report it. And look, they're probably all fucking dirt sheet writers that don't know their asshole from their elbow, to be honest. Like, it's not, you know, like, I, I'm not going to say that it's true necessarily, but like, I don't know many fans that give two shits about Raw. No, no one cares no. about TV ratings except for fucking dirt sheet guys and random fucking people. Like, I don't give a no, fuck I agree with you, the though. rating like, I don't, is. You don't, but and, and also too though you don't really hear people talk about Monday Night Raw anymore. Yeah. Do you watch Raw? Do you watch fucking NXT? Like do you occasionally catch SmackDown on your way out the door? Like SmackDown is definitely the main show. No one talks about Raw because no one wants yeah. to sit three hours of Raw. But people be like, oh yeah, you you watch SmackDown? Yeah, I call it. I call it part of SmackDown. Like I watch SmackDown more likely than Raw. A thousand percent. I will. I will. I'm like at this point too. At the end of close to the end of 2022, if I, if I was going to watch one of the three brands, it's going to be SmackDown. And like I've been hearing, do not miss SmackDown this week. That's what I've heard. Yeah, I think it's going to be Cena, but we'll see. We're going to get the uh, another Bray Wyatt return. Maybe. I've heard that possible too. Lots of stuff going on there. Lots of big he stuff finally got popping wrestled? off. Maybe at all. Like Who is, does, is he going to touch a ring with his body? That's what I heard. That's what I heard may happen. Is Wyatt is Wyatt gonna? Where does Wyatt go for Mania? Ooh, that's a. I gotta good say, one. talk about underwhelming. Like that return has not. Uh, like the the first couple of pops, fantastic. Yeah. Past that, we thought it was gonna be him and LA Knight at Hell in a Cell. And it was gonna be him and Seth Rollins in another Red Hell in a Cell rematch. Fucking gross, man. Like, yeah. nah, it's not gonna be red. Like, Vince McMahon's not there. It's just gonna be regular. It won't be red. It'll just be it'll, regular. It'll be regular, and they're going to try to redeem their old match. That's what's going to happen. Calling it here. Look, now that they fucking bridged the gap with fucking New Japan and Stardom and Bushi Road and stuff, it's like, hey, for my money, you put Bray Wyatt in a fucking barbed wire exploding fucking war and romance, whatever, death yeah. match. And yeah. I would love but, that, but you know they ain't doing it. I'd love should. it. Wow, they should. I agree. I, I totally agree. I think that would be great, especially and in crazy Japan. Wrestle Kingdom this year is literally going to have New Japan, AEW, WWE, Impact, ROA, like literally wrestlers from every fucking brand on this show. Yeah. Makes sense, man. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. New Japan is playing 3D chess right now. They're making they're going to be making all the fucking money. It's yeah, funny I mean, that they're pitching that Carl Anderson's going to make history for defending it. Wrestle Kingdom and being the first like WWE contracted performer to be on Wrestle Kingdom during his current WWE contract or whatever. But I don't know if you guys touched on this or not, but rumors running that old Sasha. Yeah. 
Yeah, we've already been. Yeah, we we covered that heavy. Yeah, yeah so that was one of our main points sure. there. I think that and, that's a fucking slam dunk, and she, uh, apparently her contract's gonna dwarf Jericho's, which gives her even more reason to go to AEW. <laughs> Like, can That's you imagine the promo battles between her and Chris Jericho about who got more money to go to Japan? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of what we were talking about. Like, if she, if she debuts as Sasha Banks, we know she's still in with the WWE and they got that working relationship. But yeah. if she debuts as Mercedes or Mercedes Monet, whatever she's going to go by, then we know the tide has shifted. Yeah. yeah. I mean, either way, really, at this point, all that stuff is still on the table. Yeah. So, you know, it totally makes sense. I don't know what else you guys touched on. Did 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 you guys touch on the uh the Vice Vince doc? Yes. Yep. Yeah. I haven't seen have you seen it? We neither one of us have seen it yet. Oh my god, it is fucking terrible. Like oh, no. So, obviously Vince wasn't a part of it. Yeah. There it, it it's 2 hours long. And when I saw that I was like, "Holy shit." Like how I heard it was 3 hours, but 2 was still too much. Yeah, two is too too many. I'll tell you that. It, it like it basically it's a dark side of the ring clip show, and the only it, it's narrated newly by someone that who knows, and the only other footage that's in it other than clips from old episodes of Dark Side of the Ring is by like Brian Solomon, this one other fucking idiot, and then Meltzer and Brian Alvarez, and it's all painted like. To make Vince look like he's the fucking devil. There's a bunch of inaccurate stuff in it too. And look, I'm not saying that I'm a fan of Vince McMahon's actions right. as a person or anything, but I would almost think Vince made this to make himself look better because it's so blatantly pointed to make him look bad. Like wow. it is so bad. And it like one of those weird things, like a bunch of the facts that they say are just the most blatantly inaccurate things. And my fiance pointed out, like, hey, for those of us who don't know anything about wrestling, we're not going to know better. Yeah. And she's right. <laughs> like, it, yeah. It, it, it's so fucking terrible, man. I Like, no wonder they I want to watch oh. it at some point. Yeah. That was my biggest thing. I was wondering, they plugged Tales from the Territories and Dark Side of the Ring so hard. All these subway posters, everything was everywhere. And there was nothing said about this until it aired. Like, I had to dig up when they rescheduled the air date. And I'm like, if it's factually inaccurate, why air it at all? Right. But the right. reason is it sucks. <laughs> uh, just the actual yeah. product itself is just not good. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, I appreciate that. I'll just read the headlines and not waste two hours of my life on that then. But um, I'll see what happens. I still might check it out for fun. Netflix released the footage. We want to see it, bro. Hey, I want to see the Netflix style. one. I got to see it at some point in my life. Give it to me. Give it to me. I mean, the more the more uh, new impending ac- you know accusations that come yeah. in, and we covered <laughs> we talked about that earlier too. Yeah, but they can just change the narrative. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. interview more people. It could be a different type documentary than you anticipated in the beginning. <laughs> and I'm sure we talked about Mandy Rose already. Yep, of course. Oh yeah, yeah. So no gun, you know. I think we pretty sense. much covered everything. We pretty much going. How on do you this feel about uh? Jesse, how do you feel about um, Ring of Honor being on the Honor Club streaming service? I think that if anybody didn't learn a real bad lesson from Billy Corgan, that they're daft. And Tony Khan should have learned that lesson a long time ago. Agreed. It's absolutely fucking idiotic. If anything, it would have been in his best interest to try and pitch switching Rampage to Ring of Honor. 
Yeah. And the thing is, I think he made. Yeah, he tried to shop it around and pitch it around. That's just like his last resort. Nobody wanted it. Yeah. Guess why? Did you watch the fucking pay per view? Yeah, I thought it was great. I liked it. Ooh. Ooh, There's yeah. one fantastic match that should have been an AEW highlight match. Which Briscoe's we all know. versus FTR. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of it. Come on, man. Like. The I, was the main was, event not good? I heard the main event was I great. It was good. I thought it was great. Oh man, I it, it was one of those situations. I, okay, so as much as obviously you guys know, Chris Jericho is my favorite wrestler. Yeah. And even now, I like he is taking the brunt and he's wearing the weight in a big way of like being able to be an, a brand ambassador for that company and all that fun stuff. But like maybe it's because the ring of honor brand is behind it, but seeing them on the main and obviously in the past, I've agreed like, Hey, you need a name if you're trying to sell this to a distributor, but guess yeah. what? <laughs> Turns out nobody's fucking buying. So yeah. didn't matter. Eh, and, I just hope the best for him. Yeah. It was, it's not that it wasn't a good match, but it, it was fine. It wasn't what anybody hoped for it to be. I mean, Garcia and Yuta was a better match, but nobody cares about those two guys. I, I do. I liked it. The crowd seemed into it. So I'm talking about people that are trying to sell cable television programs too, not yes. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I mean, there's always going to be that hardcore fan base that you have to watch it on. You know, think, even when it was on TV, it came on Channel 30 at like midnight on Sundays. It's not right. like they had a good time slot. It's exactly yeah. what the fuck we're going back to. It's like their best case yeah. for syndication is going to be like how we had to seek out EC. Like I'm about to have to fucking mail somebody for a VHS tape. Yeah, that's where we're going. I mean, that, that, like what, what hey, I was I'll get the too, subscription and then I'll, you know, W some tapes and I'll mail them to everybody. All right. There you go. W some tapes. Yeah, that's what you do. You gotta dub them. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Like I was, I was. What I was telling Wex too is like they're gonna use the same studio they've been shooting Dark in. Like, why not just put it on? Like, just replace Dark. Like, you already have the built-in subscribers there. You're gonna YouTube is monetized. You're gonna make money off of that, but more people are gonna see it. It's gonna help your pay-per-views in the long run. I mean, I I don't get the strategy at all, frankly. Yeah. And it, you know, it's funny because with AEW, obviously. I'm sure you guys already covered the hire. Yeah. Michael Mansuri. Of course. But we saw the reflection of like this dynamite was his first show and you could see a difference in the production. You could hear a difference in the production. In my opinion, I thought it was a better show than they've had in a while. The crowd sounded a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. You know why? Because he knows he was going to replace Kevin Dunn and I'm glad he didn't because AEW is going to benefit from it. But you got sure. that sweet, sweet, sweet sweetener to the crowd. He's fucking – they're piping in audio, bro, like that, yeah. <laughs> like, which makes sense to be honest. I'm, I, I can't trash you for doing yeah, that. Why would you like, not? Yeah. It's a television show, guys. It's a television show. Like, I'm not fucking – I'm not downing anybody for doing that. No, I, I know. I'm, I, 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 no, what I'm saying I is like it. I love it, and I want some more of it. How about yeah. that? Oh, McGraw looking ass over here. Oh, uh, McGraw. Kind of which, but uh, yeah. You know, Jeff Jarrett not only appears throughout all like all of our lives in all these ways, but in the fucking Preds recap video and then also on Dynamite. And if you want to talk about somebody keeping their fucking career alive. And it's so easy to boo him. Yeah. It's so yeah. easy to be like, fuck you, Jeff Jarrett. And the whole crowd was like they were flipping him off, but like kind of laughing at the same time. It's just it's fun to just say, fuck you, Jeff. 
Yeah. But the funniest thing about it is he's smart enough still to know that when he goes in with his 50-some-odd-year-old ass to AEW and he's on camera to work with a team like the Acclaimed. Yeah. Yeah, he knows, he knows <laughs> what the fuck he's doing. Yeah, he's, he knows who's over. He and wants, as long as he's not like winning a bunch of world titles like his TNA days and he's actually putting people over and making us fucking boo him, which he's the best at, and busting people with guitars and saying slap nuts, I'm all for it, baby. There we go. Yeah. I am we into talk it. talk about uh, – did, did we cover the best of seven match? Yes, of course. Does anybody disagree that this is the best one out of the series so far? Oh, yeah. I've liked – I do – it was brilliant. Like we talked about like the selling of the ankle, the ha- like the hammer Phoenix kind of going to the dark side a little bit more. It was great. It was fucking great. I, I hope that Phoenix comes out in the next match fully in like his you know Phoenix dark attire from uh, Lucha Underground and goes full heel. I, I, I fucking hate the concept of the best of seven. I think it's the dumbest goddamn thing in the world for this type of match. I'm tired of watching six man matches. I think they're fucking daft at this point, but that match was done. Well, it's the only one of their trios matches that I've seen so far in total for the company that was actually done psychologically. Well, yeah, I liked them all, but I understand that had more of a nuanced storytelling thing. But I think that's what they're going to do going forward, and I'm really looking forward to it. Like we've already talked about earlier, but yeah, fuck, I think I think we pretty much covered all the big highlights and headlines for this week's wrestling. I know next week, you know, is the Christmas week, so we're not going to be doing an episode. But the week after that, that is going to be the year end recap. Just uh, yep. best of the year, the best of. The twenty twos. I'm uh, I'm gonna be pretty excited about that, man. I want to like, uh, it, it won't necessarily be a list. Uh, we will all kind of each just as in to do research for the show, kind of make our own list essentially of of our favorite moments. But it's really just be more of a dialogue kind of conversation, a round table, if you will. Um, but yeah, I'm excited about it, man. Next week is gonna be for the holidays, for the uh, for the fams, for the uh, for the good times. The, uh, the letting the spirits roll and the uh, the snow just come down and wash over Hell, us. Y'all can be snowing here in Nashville. I'm going to be on a fucking cruise and on a boat in Mexico drinking margaritas. 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 That's right, baby. Is that many? Margaritas. Like- a Bloody Mary. What's that? One beer. Two beers. <laughs> what? I need margaritas. Margaritas. That, that's more margaritas, but like, you know, I'm just like that. <laughs> It's going to be a fun time. I'm, I'm looking forward to the holidays. You boys, you looking forward to just, you know, relaxing? Yeah, man. I mean, I've got, I got, uh, I mean, I say that, but I have two children. So like, there's yeah, no relaxing. Not much relaxing when you get the kitties. No, dude. I got, I mean, especially cause you know, if it is Christmas for us, like, you know, I had a great childhood growing up, I had a great Christmases. So I got to try to do the same thing for my kids and it's a lot, but you know, it's going to be a good time. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Got a lot of band stuff going on. Really excited about that. And um, work's picking up, busy. You know, just it's the most wonderful time of the year, boys. Yeah, work's work's been picking up for me too. What about you, Jesse? What's been going on in War Trace? What you got going on for Xmas? Uh, we're, I mean, dude, it's familydrama.com. To uh, be real. Oh, trust me, I know about familydrama.com right now, baby. Yeah, it ain't it ain't mine. It's uh, elsewise. So yeah. you know, we're we're perusing that whole deal. And uh, outside of that, you know. We just spent a, a part of the reason I was late. Spent a couple of days in the good old uh, hospital over somebody making a slip with a knife while doing the dishes and cutting a thumb open, Ugh. And, like badly. And it's been an adventure. 
and we're in the middle of their mom moving and all kinds of other fun stuff. So we've been not on a regular schedule at all. <laughs> yeah. So somebody, uh-huh. Captain Me, missed their alarm and yeah. yeah, so on and so forth. Christmas looks to be about the same. It's a it's a configuration of uh, just trying to make it uh, trying to make it through. Take, uh, we take, went back my, to take some office. advice from my brother and me. Just fucking go out. You, you and your lady just go out of town on Christmas and just do your own thing and just say fuck it. Bro, I fucking wish. Um, if, if, you know, I won't say anything on the air because of legality, but uh, <laughs> that's not a scenario that we are currently in. However, yeah. we did just make it back to Nashville for a night this weekend, which is fucking great. We got to see somebody's band, <coughs> Daniel. And, uh, hey! Very good time. Uh, there's boomerangs coming your way. She's still trying to figure out how to work her thumb. That's but all good. The, um, you know, we got to go to Corner Bar for a celebration of life for a former coworker of mine, all this other stuff. And we got to go to Melrose, see some other old friends of mine, and, you know, at a hotel, got to stay for a little while, got back, back to country life for a little bit. We'll be back mid January. Um, I got another show, well, 17th, which is like a Tuesday. It's just for a buddy of mine, but another excuse to go to Elliston Place before it's all completely and totally torn asunder. So, uh, yeah, you know, good stuff. Exciting, exciting times. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you can always find the show at kfabecom on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us at kfabecompod on TikTok. Kfabe comparisons on YouTube and Facebook. You can always find me, Mr. Know It All, your boy Daniel John Schaefer, at Daniel Daybreak. Literally anywhere you can put in an at handle. If you just type in at Daniel Daybreak, I guarantee I'm the only person that pops up. So, yeah, um, go subscribe and download and follow and tell your friends about the show. We're in the home stretch. We're about to be on the road to WrestleMania. Uh, our uh, for the the finale the final finale of the kayfabe comparisons podcast i am super excited about it we got so many good things coming up uh this whole episode was just chock full of news i'm pumped wex where can people find you you can always find your boy wex breaking the loss and at wex breaking the loss on all of your social medias but when you get on the twitter just do the one that's at wex lawson because the other one locked out of i was talking shit lonnie ronnie donnie johnny and them you know it gets a little wild yeah, one beers, what? Two beers, one beer, two beers, three beers. What? 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 <laughs> Jesse, where can folks find you, man? Oh, you can find me in War Trace if you want to. <laughs> Don't fuck you. Who cares? <laughs> All right. Well, that's gonna do it for us this week. Uh, you guys have a great Christmas and great holiday season next week, and we will see you right before New Year's to recap. 2022. We're out. Holla, holla, holla.